If you're a high-achieving male who's looking to turn your body into a fat-burning, muscle-building, high-performance machine while enhancing your performance inside the gym and in your business, then the Road to Alpha podcast is for you. I'm your host, Dan Go. I'm a body transformation specialist, leading health expert, and the founder of the Body Transformation Mastermind, where I help other high-achieving men just like you create and live in amazingly dream-come-true bodies with ease and minimal stress. Now for a free and in-depth training on how to transform your body without the use of restrictive diets, cutting out carbs, or even doing long hours in the gym, then head on over to dango.blog training and jump onto our alpha body training today. And now let's get on to today's episode. What is going on? It is Dan here. And today, today is a cold one in Toronto. I'm going to be honest. It is uh, minus two degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but you can imagine anything in the minus would be pretty cold. And uh, I currently have my Philips blue light shining right on my face. And I feel like when it comes to the wintertime, especially if you live in Toronto or an area that uh, doesn't get a lot of sun, you need things like uh, the Philips blue light, which shines literally shines <clears throat> a blue light into my face as I am talking to you. And uh, the other thing is uh, vitamin D. Yeah, definitely need vitamin D. Now, apart from the temperature of Toronto, today, I want to talk to you about LIS versus HIT. And uh, LIS and HIT are just two acronyms. Uh, LIS means long and steady state cardio, which is basically walking. And HIT means high intensity interval training. Now, you probably heard of one or the other or both. And I want to go through the pros and cons of each. Now, I come from a philosophy where there is no good or bad. It is only really our perceptions of these things which make it so. So when it comes to whether or not you should do lists or walking for your fat loss goals or do high-intensity interval training, it really is a subjective opinion. And uh, I'll try my best to present all the facts to you and then afterwards you can make a conclusion on your own. And I'll give you my own conclusion at the end as well. So <clears throat> almost in my nearly 15 years of being in this industry, uh, this has been a question that has been bounced back and forth uh, between the bodybuilding guys. Then you got the conditioning guys that came in uh, in when it became like year 2000, when the conditioning really became a thing. Uh, and it's always been this argument, not an argument. You could say it's a debate, but people are always wondering which one is better. I mean, and there are <clears throat> some amazing arguments for both sides. So here's hit. All right. So let me talk about hit first. So hit is high intensity interval training. All right. So there are a number of ways to perform a HIT workout, all right? But they, they all stem from like two principles. And th this is actually what I built my first business upon as well. We did uh, mainly HIT intervals and we did conditioning workouts. And it worked really well for fat loss. Now, what HIT is, is basically alternating between short work, uh, short work and rest periods. So you do like uh, 30 seconds of a work period, say if it's like a push-up or a squat, and then you do a rest period of like, let's say 30 seconds to a minute to a minute and a half, depending on your level. 
And then you do that over and over and over again. And when you do the work periods, they're actually intended to be as intense as possible because that's where you get the benefits from, right? So this means, you know, you can uh, sprint on the treadmill for as fast as you can, 30 seconds, then walk for 30 seconds before sprinting again. Then you would do this for like six to eight to 12 reps, whatever it is, right? So these work to rest ratios can be changed to actually form like almost like thousands, if not like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of different workouts. And they're great because uh, what they don't allow your body to do is to adapt to the exercise stimulus. A lot of times, especially when it comes to like just, let's just say steady state cardio, uh, especially if you're jogging, your body adapts to the stimulus and it actually gets more efficient at doing it. Therefore, uh, therefore you lose less calories. Just it's It's just a fact of life. All right. The more efficient your body is at mechanically doing some any task, again, like the less calories you're going to burn. So what are some pros of uh, high intensity interval training? Here's actually some reasons why people love it. So high intensity interval training, you know, it provides shorter workouts. OK, so it, uh, it allows kind of like that uh, high, the, the very busy, uh, high achieving CEO to just like pretty much go inside and out of the gym in about uh, sometimes 20 minutes just to get a quick uh, HIIT workout in there or a HIIT workout. And uh, actually, one study showed that a workout consisting of just like a four-minute HIIT interval perform outperformed traditional long-distance long training by as much as 10%. And uh, when you look at the cardiovascular benefits, all right? So the other thing, HIIT burns more calories. Interval training does burn more calories, all right? So it does do a job of strengthening your heart, but it also does a great job of burning calories. Now, research shows that HIIT workouts burn between like, you know, 16 to 15% more calories than traditional steady state cardio. And uh, there, what HIIT is known for is an effect called excess post-exercise oxygen consumption is actually called EPOC, EPOC. I always called it EPOC. Now that has been coming into question uh, most recently. And it's not necessarily something that you can really uh, bank on in terms of uh, in terms of relying on it to be an increase to your metabolism or an increase of uh, burning calories. Now, that's again like uh, that's kind of like something that's uh, just been recently been researched, re-researched, and people have been looking into it. Not necessarily, we don't know if it's true or not at this point now. So, so yeah, but it is. But HIT is proven to burn more calories. All right. So uh, when you do HIT, it uh, improves your athletic performance. And uh, athletes love HIT because it provides them with almost like game time conditioning. Um, if you think of sports like basketball, like uh, soccer, hockey, whatever it is, whatever, football, it's uh, they all require short bursts of energy followed by periods of recovery. All right. And uh, and what it does is it does a great job of mimicking that. And uh, and this, in turn, is supposed to help them perform better at what they do. And uh, also and finally, hit is very accessible. You can pretty much people have gravitated towards it because it's pretty accessible to do. You can do it with your own body weight. You can do it if you want to go out there for a run. You, if you have a treadmill. Uh, you can do it even if you have a pair of dumbbells. It, you can make a really intense workout out of it. And, uh, and and honestly, it is something that you can do anywhere, and it is done in a short amount of time. So what are some cons 
and some disadvantages to high-intensity interval training. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, high-intensity interval training hit is actually not for everyone, and I don't even do it myself anymore. Okay, and uh, and I'm not trying to come at it from a biased point of view, but I will tell you uh, experiences and also uh, some science-proven data. All right, so first of all, hit is actually a lot of work. Interval training it actually takes a toll on your body. Okay, so uh, I always make this uh, reference, and if you push, let's just say you're racing a car, you push that car to the max, uh, almost like every single day, you know, what do you think is going to happen to that car? If you don't really allow it to recover, perform general maintenance. The thing is, is that when you're doing hit or interval training, it is the, it is the top of the top when it comes to intensity. All right. So, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of work and, and some people don't like that intensity. And, uh, and I've turned it to someone that, that actually doesn't really like that type of intensity. All right. And, uh, and yeah, it like when you do it, like in a, if true interval training requires you to push through a hundred percent effort during those work periods to get the illicit benefit. All right. So, so some people just don't want to do that. And, uh, and yeah, that's just the way it is. So I used to be like that as well. You know, I used to love conditioning workouts. I used to love pushing myself in the gym. And then, uh, over time, uh, I just found that, uh, you know, a different way of lifting for me, it's strength, uh, strength training, uh, either powerlifting or physique training, depending on what kind of phase I'm in, uh, the rest periods that I get and the intensity of the exercises matched pretty well to how I want my body to look, but also, uh, to how I want my joints to work. All right. So, so yeah. And also I, I don't like being out of breath when I'm doing work. I, I actually, actually just love lifting weights. And, uh, I, I think that being stronger is way more beneficial. Actually, not that I think I know being stronger and having more muscle on your body and weightlifting is way more beneficial than, uh, jumping on a treadmill and doing a hit workout. All right. Just it's yeah, just over time, it's way more beneficial. So the other disadvantage is that high intensity interval training can be actually pretty dangerous for your body. And one of the reasons why I stopped uh, interval training was because it was just way too intense for my body and my hips and my lower back started to really, really, uh, I guess you could say get jacked up as, as, as the powerlifters were saying, get jacked up. And, and this over time, no matter if I did one hit workout a week, or even if I did three, uh, definitely if I did more, it'd be, it'd be worse. Um, it just, it just really affected my hips in a bad way. And I think that's uh, part of the reason why I had to go through massive lower back strains uh, or massive lower back pain way back then was because I was just pushing it so super hard in the gym. And yes, you know, while the health benefits of hit can be well-documented, uh, the flip side to that coin is that they can be very dangerous, especially for people who aren't in peak shape, you know, when they, when they first do it. So one study actually found that, you know, instances of uh, a muscle and ki kidney condition called rhamdomyolosis, I can't even pronounce this, but rhamdo, that's what uh, the CrossFitters call it. Uh, you know, this condition is often seen in like, you know, military training camps where soldiers push their bodies to the extreme, you know, with HIT exercises experience like nausea, fever, and vomiting uh, before, you know, being diagnosed with rhamdo, right? So I'm not saying that. I mean, you have to really push yourself super hard if you are to get in Ramdo. But again, um, for a deconditioned body uh, to do hit is is it's like it's like asking a 
70 year old Chevy to do the NASCAR race. I, I don't know. I'm trying to pull an example out of my, out of my hat right here, but it, let's just say it's like, it's like trying to do, it's like trying to get a really old machine to do some high performance work. It's, it's going to, it's going to break down. So the most common danger that comes with hit is injury. So, you know, pretty much a hit, you have to be as intense as possible. You have to do it as intense as possible. And even, and if you're mailing it in again, you might as well just like lift weights. Right. So, so yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, hit is actually performed in large group exercises where it's just difficult, you know, just to get the proper, uh, form down. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically it. if you, if you find yourself getting injured, you know, while you're working out and you have to deal with a bunch of injuries, then, and you're doing like, let's just say high intensity interval training or some t- type of conditioning, uh, that is a signal from your body and you have to heed it. And if I didn't heed that signal from my body and I didn't get off of it, then, uh, I don't know what, how my body would feel at this very moment because my body feels fantastic right now. Um, so hit and interval training actually requires way more recovery time and, uh, if you've listened to anything that I say, recovery is as important as the workout itself. It's as important as your warm-up. Uh, these things are your pillars. And uh, if something affects your recovery and you're trying to get into the gym the next day and trying to just uh, lift a, a heavy weight, one that actually challenges you, then good luck. You know, if you're not fully recovered, uh, things will break down, form will break down. And uh, and with HIT, it takes a, it takes an incredible toll on your body. And uh, it is pretty stressful on your muscles and joints and even your heart. And your body needs a ton more resting time when you do hit, right? So as our bodies, as my body ages, I don't know about yours, but as my body ages, I actually have to prioritize recovery way more, all right? And, and it takes me a bit longer to recover. I'm not taking testosterone or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not taking any like crazy supplements, so it does take me a bit longer to recover. And here I am, almost about to hit 39 years old. I'm still hitting it hard in the gym, and you know, lifting really pretty good weight. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, your body needs to recover. Um, so finally, hit can cause hormonal issues, right? So when you train too hard, you know, it's physically stressful, and again, like stress is not something that some some or even a lot of people need more of, right? You know, when you exercise at your maximum capacity, you know, production of several hormones increases, say like growth hormone, testosterone, endorphins, epinephrine, uh, and cortisol, and all these other ones, right? And your adrenal glands produce cortisol to tell your body to break down muscle in order to generate more energy and to power your muscles. And this is necessary during exercise, especially HIT, since your muscles need energy to move. But the problem actually comes up when Someone is actually under a lot of stress, whether it be emotional, relational, uh, environmental, and then they add something stressful like hit to what they do in the gym. And this can actually result in just just an overreaction to stress, right? Because remember, physical stress is just as the same as like emotional. They all affect you kind of like the same and you have to manage and balance all these things. So, so again. So those are the disadvantages to doing high-intensity interval training. Now let's get into walking right now. So lists, as the fitness people will call it. So what is list cardio or walking? 
The LIST stands for low intensity steady state or uh, low intensity sustained state, uh, depending on what kind of trainer you're talking to. And LIST is very simple. It's just doing any kind of aerobic activity at low intensity for a long period of time. So, so yeah, um, aerobic means it could be anything. For me, my LIST was to do, uh, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu drilling um, or walking. Right. For you, it could be like walk, you know, take a bike ride, swim, dance, whatever, whatever, you know, feels feels uh, froggy to you. You know, what does low intensity mean? So, you know, low intensity means that your heart rate will stay at about 50 to 60 percent of your max heart rate. And uh, and pretty much just to calculate max heart rate, subtract your age from 220. All right. And prolonged period of time means that list workouts actually typically last about 30 to 60 minutes. Okay. So here are some of the pros to lists and, you know, why, why you may need more list cardio. Okay. So it's not as sexy as uh, interval training. And you see all these people on Instagram just going ham with their workouts and just being like, oh, I'm killing my body. Can't believe it. Just, you know, but they're, it's, it's actually not as sexy as it, as it looks when it comes to interval training, you know, based on what we know from what I just talked about. So, so here's some reasons why you may need more, more lists in your life. All right. So list cardio will actually get your results. All right. So, you know, you don't have to move quickly in order to burn calories. Okay. The metabolism is a very awesome thing. And a lot of times like burning calories does come down to, you know, how many steps you take during the day. Right. So additionally, you know, you probably, you probably heard that exercising at a low heart rate will put you in the fat, fat burning zone. That's not necessarily true. Okay. It's a very misunderstood kind of topic, but it's simple to understand, right? So when you exercise with less intensity, your body is able to produce energy aerobically, and this allows you to burn a higher percentage of fat for fuel. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to burn more fat in total, but list cardio will actually put you in a heart rate range that burns a greater percentage of calories from fat as you exercise. All right. So the second advantage to list is, is that it's super safe. Okay. Uh, your body's going to be okay by doing it. Unlike a hit, you know, which relies on fast movements and just like lack of, uh, and actually, sorry, not lack, but low recovery periods. Uh, you know, list cardio is very slow. It's under control and it's pretty and it's pretty easy on your body all right so one of the things i realized is that you know nothing really kills progress much like uh, nothing kills progress other than injury and just lack of recovery and uh you know what good is doing in you know high intensity uh high intensity things if your body's not working the way that you want it to work okay we're not we're not you know performance athletes we're not professional athletes. This is not our, this is not our lives. It's a factor of our lives. So, so yes, I do believe that, uh, you know, you, the more we can avoid the things that will cause that energy or, or injury and do the things that will help us recover more. I I'm, I'm on the side of that. So less cardio requires no recovery time. All right. So you do a 30 minute walk yesterday, you can do one today. All right. It's, you can, you can pretty much do this almost every day. I would not necessarily overdo it. All right. But, but yeah, your, your muscles and joints are not taking a beating and, uh, your stress hormones are not being triggered. You know, you're just basically chilling. And if you're walking, you know, listen to a good audio tape and just audio tape. Oh man, that shows my age, <laughs> uh, podcast, right. 
and uh, and hopefully it's one that you know feeds and nourishes you. All right, so you don't have to worry about recovery time. You don't have to worry about whether or not you'll be at a hundred when lifting the next day. Uh, this is especially important for me because I love to lift three days a week. All right, so uh, with the list, you can do uh, you can much like you know hit workouts. You can actually do it anytime, any day, any anywhere. All right, you don't need a gym. You don't need equipment. You don't need someone to tell you to walk or tell you to swim or whatever. You just pretty much get up, move, and you know, do it within a within a good amount of time. This is actually where, uh, and uh, one thing I have to add is that <clears throat> this is where Fitbits come in. So people can actually track their steps and get to uh, ten thousand. I believe it's ten thousand above. <clears throat> it does have an effect on the amount of calories you burn. All right. So, so yeah, you, you don't have to do anything except for get out there and just walk and move. All right. Any 30 minute window is a, is also a perfect time for, for, you know, long and steady, long intensity, slow and steady state cardio. And, uh, and actually the final one, the final advantage is that you're more likely to actually stick with uh, list cardio than you are the other ones because of all the factors listed above and because it can be more enjoyable as a result. So what are some disadvantages to doing uh, lists and to doing long and, you know, I'm not going to get through, I'm not going to talk about it. what is the disadvantages to doing lists. All right. So it's not the perfect exercise solution, no matter what anyone says, uh, doing list cardio can actually lead to a plateau. All right. Uh, in order for your body to change, you need to give it a reason to change. So your body needs progressive overload. And, you, with lists, you can do 30 minutes a day. That's going to help you increase the calories burned. But over time, your body's going to get efficient at it. And then the only way to get maybe the same amount of benefit from it is to keep on adding time to that list or keep on adding steps. So, so yeah, it can lead to a plateau, especially if you keep on doing the same thing, expecting uh, the same result or a different result, actually. So, so yeah, you know. It's uh, it's one of those things where your body actually adapts to it pretty fast, and you can do it as a form of extra activity. But just know that uh, the amount of calories that you're burning from it is going to slow down. Uh, list cardio, uh, again, it's it doesn't burn as much fat as hit, obviously, and uh, it doesn't produce kind of like that excess post ex oxygen uh, extra post exercise oxygen consumption that we talked about earlier. The epoch, it doesn't do that. And, uh, and again, we don't know if EPOC is true or not, but again, we know that hit over even like 15 period, 15 minutes at a time does a lot better than the list does in terms of fat loss because, uh, and it's just, it's just common sense because you are doing more work in less time. All right. And it's causing your body to work harder. So if you do lists long enough, it can have a detriment on your metabolism over the long term. Okay. Now you have to take this with a caveat. Now, when I say list cardio, this is really relating to people who just use lists to, to transform their bodies. I mean, I definitely would not recommend that you got to get some sort of lifting program in there, get a power building program in there, but you know, that's me. And again, it, it, this kind of relates to people who just use cardio or long distance running to lose weight. So again, if you keep on running, it's it's going to catabolize your muscle. 
right? If you keep, if you just rely on walking to sustain uh, your fat loss, then again, it's going to catabolize your muscle. You need to pair it up with a great weight training program. And I will say that over and over and over. So yes, you know, it, it does have a, a chance to reduce your metabolism, but not if you actually supplement, not even supplement, but not if you just adopt a great weight, weight training program. So the, the last one is that, you know, long, let's just say lists cardio does not improve your athletic performance. Okay. So you can't walk and expect to play in the NBA the next day. <laughs> you can't walk three days a week and expect to play in the you know, national basketball association. And it won't, it won't increase your ability to run, jump, do all this kind of stuff. But, and, and that's just the compromise that you make. All right. So what's the conclusion here? Okay. So what's better hit or list really it is up to you. It's a, it's a very subjective question. You just do what you feel is right. If it were up to me, I would always choose lists and I get my clients to choose lists just because of the fact that you're, when it comes down to it, our bodies need recovery. And when I, when I did, when I did hit, and even when I did hit in between my like powerlifting workouts, it had a, it had a huge kind of like factor on my recovery and my body would feel a little bit more beat up from time to time. So, so yeah, but, uh, but for you, uh, it could be different, right? Uh, I, I don't know, but, uh, but you know what the pros and cons are of each one. I, uh, I, I try to be as unbiased as possible, but you know, maybe there's a slight bias there. Um, but yeah, you know, do what you feel is right for you. Obviously, you know, where you know where I stand with uh, myself and my own clients. And, and I will say that, uh, there is no right and wrongs in this, uh, equation. And even sometimes there is no, there's no black and white because I will say that, uh, there will be times uh, especially if I'm trying to get someone into the nth levels of body fat where I will use high intensity interval training. So keep that in mind. It's not a, it's not a one-stop uh, solution. It's not something that you do or don't do whatever. It's, it's actually something of, uh, when it comes to hit or even when it comes to list, these things are tools. And then you implement these tools when you see them as working as effectively or working effectively. Right. So, so yeah, each time that you, you're not going to have the same goals throughout uh, your entire fitness career, nor should you. So each one of these will kind of like uh, serve a different goal and you choose which one it, uh, and you choose how to use it. That is your choice. So, or it's my choice if I, if you are coaching with me. So <laughs> that's about it. And hope you got a lot of value out of this and I will talk to you soon. Take care.